everybody. Um, this is Shishi coming to you live from Los Angeles. Today is Monday, November 4th, 2019. And I am a life, love, and relationship coach, a divine lifestyle consultant, and a certified angel therapy practitioner. And you are now listening to International Angels Network. We are a show that explores angels, healing, metaphysics, and other empowering topics And we are a live call-in show, so give us a ring at 516-453-9162. That is 1-516-453-9162. You may also Skype into the show for free from anywhere around the world. You'll see a Skype icon on the Blog Talk website when we're live. Make sure you press 1 on your phone keypad or Skype keypad if you'd like to speak with me, and then you'll be in the queue for a free mini-reading. So I felt guided since uh, L.A. is where I'm based and California has been inundated with uh, like 10 plus wildfires this month, the last, you know, four weeks. It's been really insane. And there's so much uncertainty and fear in the air. And I wanted to address the topic of how to deal with life with when you're feeling feelings of uncertainty. And most people you know, we're kind of geared up as human beings to not like change, even though the only thing constant in life is change. We really typically, most people don't like change, whether it's changing jobs, even if you're in a bad marriage or even if you're in a job you hate. The stress of change uh, is, they call it, you know, one way to put it is like the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. (laughs) Like people don't like, you know, taking leaps of faith into the unknown for the most part. So part of that is our, you know, we're geared like that and we're created like that in our biology. You know, back in the caveman days, we have the whole fight or flight thing. You know, a tiger's coming up. You are either geared to hide or, you know, and retreat or fight. Most people flight, but (laughs) with the um, tiger. And we still have this limbic brain or this reptilian brain that has that pattern of reacting from fear when we are are, um, feeling a kind of a, some kind of perceived threat. Now, back in the day, we could have died a lot from these perceived threats, whether it's, you know, some kind of wild animal or some kind of um, thing with not having shelter or, you know, the many ways you could die back in the day. Nowadays, we don't have as many ways you can die. However, our bodies still react like we could possibly die. (laughs) It's just sometimes overreacting. And many people who dealt with childhood trauma and adversity and not feeling safe as a child have this kind of PTSD way of dealing with the world where, you know, it's kind of like you're on a plane and you feel a little turbulence, like you're sure it's going to crash instead of, you know, someone who has had a little more of a stable background. You can be like, oh, it's just a little bump. We're going to be fine. There are certain kinds of people that, you know, are very stressed when there's any kind of turbulence or they have extreme fear of flying or fear of death and um, that is normal in a way if you were if you didn't have a stable upbringing and the truth is the more someone is pushed to the edge like whether it's not having any money or resources or health problems or the less stable one is feeling the more one tends to overreact and lose it quickly so in our um, situation right now there are a lot of homeless people in LA Um, Marianne Williamson often talks on her platform about, you know, it's not just the socialists give everyone money, 
But the truth is, if we want to live in a safe world that's safe for us and our children, that large groups of disadvantaged individuals that don't have money or their basic necessities met become a national security threat. Why? Because they need to survive. So they might steal or be violent. And the way to solve all of this is education and equal opportunities. And she talks about reparations for slavery and what giving back and repairing what ha- the wrongs that have been done to those who've been disadvantaged and pushed down. So there are many things to talk about on the topic of uncertainty, but a lot of people are terrified of you know, money, and in California with our housing situation, you know, I know many people whose rents went up $400 overnight. Apparently, they've just signed something about rent control. So as of 2020, they can't increase it more than 5% a year. But before that, uh, everyone's been having a heyday, many people, because there's so many people who want to live here, just randomly putting up the rent. Uh, My rent has more than doubled in Hollywood Hills from when I moved in here in 2009 the same exact place. So, um, yeah, it's pretty common for the rent to be going through the roof. And people are under stress, whether it's financial. I think some, um, you know, as far as some statistics, a third of Americans cite unexpected expenses as, you know, stress related to money. A third of Americans say economic uncertainty is a major source of stress when they think about the economy. And then health care, our health care system, I would say hilarious if it wasn't so tragic. It's so tragic. Just to give an example, I mean, I don't even want to go into it. It just sounds like complaining. But I have HealthNet, which is like a, I have an HMO. I do pay. It's not Medicare. I make too much to go do Medicare, but I don't make enough to get a really good health care. So I have a middle one. And it's the red tape involved to get stupid stuff approved is just crazy. I don't even know what to say. Um, But people who have serious health challenges, I mean, it is very stressful. So what can we do? Um, There are a few things that we can do. The first one is breathing deep. So the state of stress and uncertainty is breathing shallowly. If you catch yourself stressed out, you'll probably notice you're breathing kind of quickly. So the one way to slow down the central nervous system that's tried and true is breathing deeply into the belly. So let's all just take, you know, some of us exist all the time under a state of stress and we think it's just life. And then there's this antidote to the stress, which is breathing oxygen and connecting to our core and our center and to our source and remembering that even though we, you know, getting our faith to the point that no matter what is going to happen or not happen, no matter what trials and tribulations, earthquakes, economy crashing, we know all is truly well. Even if an earthquake happens right now and swallows us all, all up, you know, we go to source. You know, everything's going to be okay. And getting to that point where we lose that fear of death, for some of us, that's more of a process than others. Because my sister passed away, I have read a lot of near-death experience books, and I have a really strong sense of faith, you know, and I don't feel afraid of death. Not that I'm going to run in front of a truck, but I don't feel worried that there's nothing on the other side. I know for sure there's a loving God who created me, God, Father, Mother, God, who's going to welcome me with open arms, and my angels, my ancestors are going to come and we're going to have a huge party. I know that's what's going to happen. <laughs> and I just, for the Day of the Dead, um, 
created some beautiful, well, it's a Facebook altar. Let's just call it that. I didn't do the traditional Mexican ofrenda, which is a beautiful tradition that I've been learning about where you have, you know, your ancestors. And I just saw the movie Coco on Halloween night. That's what I did. I went to dinner at this really beautiful Mexican, not Mexican, I'm sorry, Japanese restaurant called Yamashiro in Hollywood Hills with one of my coaching clients. And then after that, I went to watch um, this movie called Coco, a Disney movie about the Day of the Dead and a little Mexican boy and another one of my coaching clients and friend's house. And so they had a really kind of sweet um, Halloween, unlike usual. I've been in my past more of a party animal and getting dressed up in costumes and, you know, just really going wild. But I guess I'm growing up a little bit, and I do want to do the more relaxed, grown-up-y things for some reason. (laughs) It was very comforting. So learning about this um, Day of the Dead and really studying it, and a friend who is very into it who teaches, she's a Spanish professor, and she's fascinated by Mexican, Cuban, um, and Central America traditions, you know, uh, Mayan and Aztec, Uh, she was teaching me and I started really looking back into my own family history and I found so many incredible pictures through other relatives that happened to be on Facebook of my, not only my Irish side, which is my dad who was born and raised in Ireland, lived there until he was 25 and his parents and all those relatives, but, and a lot of my cousins from that side who passed over But I also found my Irish-American side, which is my mother's father, who's Irish-American, and found all these pictures of him and his parents. And then I was finding my Swedish-American side, my mother's um, mother. So I found out I have these great-grandparents named, um, I can't remember their name now, something like Hilda and Wolsoff or something (laughs) But I was, uh, I forgot, I'd never seen a picture of these great-grandparents until one of my um, second cousin relatives shared it with me. So I created a beautiful Facebook representation of the people that I have known who have crossed over and really celebrated each of their lives and spent time with them in my mind and was thankful for them and how they affected me. And we had an angel circle last Tuesday sharing how different people who've crossed over, uh, how they affected us and, and sharing some sweet memories and grieving, you know, the ones that we miss. And it was very beautiful and healing. And so life is uncertain and you literally can die every day, any day. You know, I had a 19 year old, a 20 year old sister who was very healthy and athletic. And within a week of just going to the doctor with a sore throat and a really bad headache, every organ in her body failed and she died, and that was in 1997. That was the start of my spiritual awakening um, journey where I started reevaluating all my beliefs and um, questioning everything and um, came up the other side being psychic, learning how to channel angels and create songs and um, just having an unbelievable change from being a corporate America person and married all throughout my 20s for 10 years to moving to California and wearing angel rings and wings and singing on Venice beach with my guitar and doing angel readings <laughs> and throwing away all my monkey suits and all my, um, work suits. All, I used to wear business suits every day and have 7:30 AM meetings and wear nylons and high heels that has changed. And I have kept that semi hippie lifestyle for the last 19 years since living in LA and magnetizing beautiful friends and creative opportunities and singing and, 
Um, you know, I sing at this hotel called the Grafton on Sunset once a month with different band members, and I'm writing songs, I'm recording, I'm having parties and events. I have three events per month minimum, um, teaching, speaking, parties. It's so it's such an amazing life. I have a beautiful boyfriend who I'm getting along great with. We've been together for a, a year and five months, I think. And his birthday's coming up, and it's it's just really I'm just very uh, blessed and honored by all the grace. And a lot of the things that happened to me, I had to completely, in the face of uncertainty and not knowing, for example, just deciding to get a divorce and quit my job and pack my car up to California and just come here knowing one person who said I could sublet his apartment for three months in Santa Monica, that was definitely just trusting with uncertainty. But what I have found in my own life is that when you are connected to your soul and when you're connected to your intuition, that's all you need in life to make decisions is praying, breathing deep, tuning in, and asking for guidance. Where do I go? What do I do? What do I say and to whom? And waiting for a divinely guided response before you take action. And this isn't about proving you're a good person and do, do, do. This is about being. And for us, even though it seems like life is accelerating all around us and time is speeding up, what we are meant to be doing through this acceleration and raising of the vibration, which is, you know, entering a new earth, a new earth is being created. The old paradigm is falling away. The old systems are going to be crumbling. We have a government that's very iffy right now, and that causes a lot of people stress. I mean, one of my best friends cannot even watch the news because she cannot see this person's face <laughs> or hear one more thing out of his mouth. And I'm not saying any names, as they say in Harry Potter, he who shall not be named. But there's a lot of lot of stress going on if you're paying attention to the news and you're identifying with that as your reality. Now, I am of the group of people who know that we're being the change we wish to see in the world. In other words, we're not focusing on fixing old paradigms that are falling, going down like the Titanic, the greed, the systems of greed and control and separation and fear and lack and scarcity and stress. No, we are putting our eyes on the future and creating with our actions and our energy and our heart and our intention the new earth, the world we want to live in. So even though it's uncertain, our new um, mission, should we choose to accept it, is to be tuned in to our own true north, which is our own inner self, our authentic soul, our higher self, which is always available to guide us, not like what are the next 10 things I need to do, but the step-by-step actions we need to be taken, or sometimes inactions, in other words, doing nothing and breathing and meditating and being and being in nature and not doing your to-do list and busy, 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 but literally being, being love, sending yourself love. I mean, it sounds selfish. The way I was raised, you know, you don't give yourself a lot of attention. You don't spend tons of time, you know, self-love. That's a very selfish way to be. However, growing up and not spending a lot of time on my health, my body, self-care, I found very quickly it's very difficult to to be trying to operate on top of, um, you know, giving from not from the overflow, but giving from your bucket being empty. So, as they say, you always need to make sure your own bucket is filled up before you can give from the overflow to others. But if you're not 
replenishing your own self-love bucket with self-care and gentleness and kindness and kind words to yourself, how can you be of service to others? So the, the first way that I would say to be geared up with the inner strength to face those uncertainties that life throws our way is that being kind to yourself and taking time for yourself and self-love and um, saying no to doing too many things. Another way to feel better is to get clear on what you've, you know, make a list of all the blessings in your life and what you accomplished in, in, the, in the face of uncertainty or in the face of stress when you did accomplish or succeed to get your self-esteem bolstered up and believing in yourself and, re- and remembering you've been through a lot of challenges and you came through them okay. Um, definitely don't watch the news, in my personal opinion. You know, there's a sting song I love. It's history will teach us nothing. And, <laughs> and sometimes these news stories are so upsetting that they take your energy and drain you and a lot of the news, I mean, the, the mainstream news is run by six corporations. And guess who's in charge of the six corporations? They can be traced back to 10 families. In other words, the elite, the 1% who's controlling the world. And you better believe the mainstream news is agenda set to have us um, believe a certain way. It's programming. It's TV programming, and it's programming us to believe a certain way. And, and it's basically divide and conquer. So right now the U.S. is really divided between the religious right and the progressive crazy left, <laughs> and um, it's too. It, and it's really just <laughs> we're all one world, one love. We're all individuals. We all have egos, and we all have higher selves. And really, to get out of the crazy making, you just focus on your own higher self and being love and aligning with your true um, soul. And then you focus on other people's higher self and try not to focus on the monkey business and blame and shame and all that stuff. And then you also, it's a great idea to find your tribe if you don't have some besties or people who you can connect with that support you. I mean, we need friends. We need people who are on the same page. We need community. I'm a big fan of community and I am a leader and create a lot of community events to support people. So many people erroneously believe that they have no one. They don't have good friends. They don't have people they can count on. And there is a whole world of beautiful, potential new friends. When I leave the house, I have an open heart, and I know every person I meet could be a new best friend, a new love, a new mother, family member, you know, and the universe assigns us to the people we're meant to interact with. And don't be shy. This is your family. So seek support from those that you trust. Um, And if you are feeling uncertain, often you can ask for help. If you're in a financial situation, sometimes a friend um, loaning you money temporarily until you can get things straightened out will really take a lot of stress off you. You are, and sometimes it's doing someone, you're allowing them to contribute to you. That's a gift that you can give them as well, you know. Things always change around. You know, I have a lot of people who call me and say, I just don't see the point in life. I have had quite a few people saying that lately. I can't take the stress. I don't want to be here anymore. So when you are in that state of not being able to see a point, you have to remember 
what are your gifts and how can you share them? Whether you're making money at that or not, you want to get clear on, you know, many times when you don't feel a point of living, it's because you're not actively sharing your soul's gifts. And sometimes it's just someone wants to vent and then you remind them the truth of who they are. There's a story about an aboriginal tribe who whenever someone in the tribe did something wrong um, or violent or anything like that, instead of excommunicating them and shaming them and kicking them out or putting them in a, like a jail-like thing, they sang that, that person's soul song back to them until they remembered who they are. And when we have lost friends or people that we know that are not remembering who they are, that's what we need to do. We need to remind them of the truth of who they are, of how unique they are, what a contribution they are, and how <clears throat> and giving them love. So <clears throat> we have the rational brain, which is you know regular thought, and then we have the limbic brain, which is that fight or flight. And every conversation we have, you'll find you are either reacting from fight or flight, or you can respond from the heart. And our goal is to heart center all the way. That's the magic place. So that's the zero point, gratitude, acceptance, love. So you're not, let's say someone's triggering you or you feel attacked by something someone said, instead of overreacting from that limbic um, brain or the reptilian brain with the fight coming back and yelling back and defending yourself, or the other one, which is just retreating and hiding out and avoiding that person, what about putting your hand on your heart or not even putting it on your heart if you don't want to be, like, really obvious, but just take a deep breath, remember only love is real, and come from a place of compassion. Obviously, the person who's attacking you, quote-unquote, if that's even what's happening, they are human and they are going through their own stresses, and you can have compassion. They might be in a great deal of pain. Often those people, you know, the dealing with difficult people, difficult people or people who are doing bad behavior are in a very, very high state of pain. So if you bring awareness to that pain and and send them love, even if they're saying something that could be considered insulting or what have you, you're literally changing the world by coming from a heart-centered place, sending love and not reacting with fear or stress. You react from the heart. You can either react with fear or love, and the love is the name of the game. So um, there are a lot of people who are good at dealing with uncertainty. You know, a lot of people who are successful in business, they do make decisions on the fly. They do have to overcome that knee-jerk reaction with stress and, and make decisions. And um, staying positive, you know, focusing on the good in yourself and everyone else, not getting irrational. <clears throat> Sometimes the monkey mind or the brain takes over and it's like, what if this happens? What if that happens? And these things are not happening. You know, they may or may not happen, but either way, worry is like a prayer of fear. And when you're worried about something bad happening, you're experiencing the effect of that worry of the bad happening. So you might as well be happening the bad happening. You may as well be experiencing it because it's the same thing. So why not just let go of worry and fear and get into that state of unshakable trust and knowing that even these life challenges and crazy things that happen, that everything is happening for our growth and evolution. And that's the true state of trust. So we definitely can't control everything. 
We don't have to focus on sometimes people get really overwhelmed with the whole uncertainty. It's like, well, I don't know about this and what about that and what about that? And it's like every single thing it catapults into a huge thing. We, we need to focus on what we need to focus on right now. So what do you need right now? Is it true that even if you don't know where your rent's coming from in for four days, do you have everything you need right now? The answer is probably yes. If you have everything you need right now, then um, focus on that. That's a much better place to attract um, money, miracles, or opportunities than I don't have, I don't have, I don't have is focusing on the lack. Um, so, yes, we need to trust our, our gut, our intuition when we're trying to make decisions. we got to go with what feels right. How do we know if something feels right? We feel excited about it. When it's not right, you're going to probably feel dread or that sick feeling or just nothing. But you, um, <clears throat> when it's something that's definitely in, on your path, you're going to find excitement, enthusiasm, curiosity, and a light feeling of expansion. When something's not for you, um, and that's why we feel so bad when we start worrying about these doomsday scenarios and the worst case scenario, we feel terrible. Why? Because it's not in alignment with our soul. The truth is there are many potential timelines for our future. There are many potential things that can happen, and we must focus on the highest outcome. Um, so sometimes people who are very logical-minded, one could say, you know, they plan a lot. Like my friend is suggesting, you know, because we've had so many wildfires, earthquakes, you know, what do you have your um, – suitcase packed with your passport and all the stuff and earthquake preparedness kits and I think that is good to have some logical minded but if you have 10 contingency plans I feel like it's a little bit much um, <laughs> the truth is you can be prepared but you can also be overly prepared that's too much of a state of stress so that's my little um, speech on uncertainty and how to deal with it the real truth is that we really don't know the day or the hour. We don't know if we're going to die tomorrow. So the best way is to live as though every day is your last. And what would you like, what legacy would you like to have on the earth and your friends is love. And so how can you love more perfectly and master unconditional love in your each and everyday life <clears throat> is um, being that space of unconditional love for others and for yourself. And um, knowing that no matter what happens, it's going to turn out. Even if you die, guess what? It's going to turn out. And the great news, ding, 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 you cannot die before your time. So if you're going to be in a life-threatening situation, your guardian angels will intervene and save you. There are many, many examples of guardian angels saving people's lives. I don't know if you've seen any of those GIF GIFs on Facebook with the near misses, like a lady with a baby carriage and someone running a red light, and it was just total, you know, millimeters away, or, you know, just some of these crazy accidents. Clearly, angels' wings are <laughs> separating that millimeter and saving someone. When you think of the divine plan and how um, these accidents happen, and sometimes it seems like such a tragedy, it shouldn't happen. Things do happen, and we don't know the big plan. We just need to get into our faith and trust. So listen to International Angels Network five days a week where we explore everything metaphysical, spiritual, mystical, and much more. And we also take your calls for angel messages live on the air. 
If you're not able to join us live, you can catch the archived podcasts on Apple Music, Pinterest, Potable, Player FM, CastBox, Podchaser, Google Play, and now on iHeartRadio. And you can also find us on YouTube Live. <clears throat> Please go to YouTube, search International Angels Network, and make sure to subscribe and click the bell icon to get on our notification list. For every 100th subscriber, you'll be entered into a drawing for free gifts. So our online um, radio network has also started an online certification course section. So you can learn more about that at internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash certifications. Give us a ring, 516-453-9162, and make sure you press 1 on your phone keypad or Skype keypad if you'd like to speak with me or call in with specific questions for mini readings or many readings from me. So now it's time for calls. The first call we have is from Illinois. We have Lynn. I'm from Woodstock, Illinois. That's my original stomping grounds. Hi, Lynn. Are you there? Hi. Thank you for taking Hi. my call. You're welcome. How can I help you? Everything that you just yes. said is what I've been talking about with my you know, friends and the people that I connect with. It was mm. kind of like, oh, well, well, I just, you know, I've been hearing this a lot, you know, so ah. it was wonderful to listen to. Um, Thank you. <clears throat> it's a timely topic right now, right? There's so much going yeah. on. Yeah, it's great. Um, my question is, is, um, this is a, un- unrelated to spiritual, but um, I, I had a roof put on and I was, I think I was I got involved in a bait and switch, and I think at this point the roofer um, got paid from my insurance company enough money that he doesn't really care. So I think he's kind of walking away, and um, I was mm-hmm. wondering if I'm going to have to get a, an attorney or um, I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah. go ahead. It's just, you know, it's energy I'd, I'd rather not put out that particular way, but at the same time, I can't yeah, not deal you, with it. Yeah, I do think this person doesn't have great integrity. The card I pulled is a man holding a coin, so it seems like there's, there's someone, and it's probably a lawyer, <laughs> so someone who could be a financial advisor and help you, and I also pulled the community card, <clears throat> and... um so this is a tricky one because it's like you don't want to let all your energy be brought caught up in this and make you bitter and crazy. You know, you want to get, yeah. you want it to be fair, but you don't want it to be just all of a sudden taking all your beautiful faith and start getting jaded and people are screwing you over. So we can do a couple things. One is we tune in with this man and we ask our guardian angels to ask his guardian angels to soften his heart and remind him about integrity and remind him to be his word and remind him to do the right thing. You know how Scrooge on Christmas morning has a change of heart and all of a sudden he's like passing out turkeys and throwing money out the window. You know, it happens. People do have a change of heart. So let's start with that one. And we're going to ask that the angels take the situation and transform it and Transmute any fear around lack or out of integrity to unconditional love and abundance. And whether 
uh, Lynn magnetizes the abundance that she that was taken from her from other sources, or whether it's fairly that this person is fair and does things the right way. We're asking for a miracle in this situation. So the the card says, you know, this could mean um, that the assistance of a financial advisor. Uh, that you already know or are soon to meet, this man is helpful and may bring sage advice concerning the action that you need to take next. Be open to this person showing up with support, but always turn it, tune into your own intuitive guidance to weigh the information. So the uh, affirmation is, I determine my own destiny, I take financial action, and I'm receiving wonderful assistance from those around me. Can you be on some forums where you are sharing what's going on? Like, are there any online forums where you can ask for advice? Because I feel like there are other people who have gone through something similar and can give you some advice. Um, yes, I, it, it, w- it would be actually going through the um, attorney general, and, you know, that's a process, and it takes time. Yeah. So I, I thought maybe in you know an advocate for you know because I know this is I'm not the only one. Um, You're not the but only somebody, one. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody so that's that I think you need to support from your community, support from someone who's wise about this, whether it's a lawyer or someone like that. And right. then yeah, I mean that would be the nth degree is going to the attorney general and going and I know it's not going to be that fun. Um, I got the card storm warning reversed, which means like the worst of it is over, kind of. Like, let's say you got completely screwed over, and it's what it is, but you had a windfall of that same amount of money or more coming to you. How would you feel? Would you feel okay about that? Um, or do you still want to kind of? I I I, I would <laughs> feel that that he's they're going to do this to somebody else. And yeah. that's not okay. 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 So, and and you know, one one of the options I have is to, you know, post what I have on social media because well, I that's have. That's what I'm saying. Totally. That's why I said you've got to post that in your community and share this, yeah, not just right. to out him and protect other people, quote unquote, but to get advice from others on how to handle it. Oh, the, the okay. storm. The storm card reverses. I have the power to overcome any obstacle, no matter what's going on. I can be strong, confident, and self-directed. So, whatever's going on, yes, you did get screwed over. Maybe he is going to. Maybe a miracle can happen. And either way, um, knowing that he's not your source, God is your source, and that money can come back to you a myriad of ways. But if there is someone who is a financial advisor type person, I feel like they are either coming into your life or if you know of them, pick up the phone and call them to get some good advice going forward with this. Okay. Does that help at all? It sure does. And I really, I, 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 it was nice talking to you and listening to your show. This is the first time for me. Oh, well, it's every Monday. I would love to have you back. Yep, next week we're going to do this again. So thanks for listening, and thanks for calling in and I'm asking that many angels surround you in your situation, and I am asking for that Christmas miracle to happen so, thank you. Um, thank you. so that you are vindicated and this person has a wake-up call and starts getting back in integrity. Thank you very but much. But either way, financially, Lynn, you are supported. Your angels want you to know that. 
even if you can't okay. see exactly how you're going to have it come back to you. Okay. Okay, Les. Thanks for calling. Have a Thank great evening. So, so we have Crystal from New York. Are you there, Crystal? Hello? Okay. Hey, oh, you are there? Hi, Crystal. Yes. How can I help you tonight? Do you have a question? Yeah, sure. Um, I applied to this temporary agency last week, and um, I just want to know, do you see me getting a job through them very soon? You applied for a temporary agency. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> so what is it that you really want to do, Crystal? I'd rather do something more managerial, administrative. Um, Did you say managerial, administrative? Yes. All right, well, the cards I pulled are financial constraints reversed. That means that the previous financial constraints, which you're experiencing now, are going to be lifted. So I think that means you are going to get a job because obviously that means money coming in. I also got the world card reversed, and what that's telling me is that you are coming from a limited perspective about what you think you can do and what jobs there are for you. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sure. So it's kind of, it's kind of like you're, you're thinking, um, you know, fingers crossed I get some job at some company, temp job, you know. But you're, it's almost like you don't believe that you can really have your dream job that you would really love to be doing. <clears throat> so before this, how long have you been unemployed? Uh, five months. Okay, so before the unemployment phase, what were you doing? Um, I was working in accounts payable slash administrative. You were working where? I was doing accounting. Oh, accounting. Okay. Yeah. So do you like accounting? Oh, it's, it's something to do, but it wouldn't be my dream job. Okay, that's a no. <laughs> um, okay, so the card I pull is patience, which means peaceful presence, letting go of desperation. Are you ready to give this whole job hunt to the angels and let go of your concerns and stress and be attached to a certain thing happening and let the angels intervene and help you rise you up transcendently above this current lack conditions where you just feel you need any job and you're in this state of just hoping that you get some job but you don't really care what it is? but really get to a state of faith that you can be in something that you love to do, not just survival, thriving, not just surviving. Does that make sense? Yes. Are you, will, are you willing to trade pain for peace is the question. Yes. Okay, so I want you to put your hands up to the heavens and picture your fears around work and what your next job is going to be and the temp job and da 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 and you're going to let go of it like you're mailing an envelope in, and you're putting it in the mailbox. You're letting go of your fears, giving it to the angels, and asking for them to intervene and help you. So are you willing to do that? Yes, I am. So that means that I get to sing my favorite song, let it go, let it go. <laughs> so it seems so trite, right? It's like, oh, just let it go. You, oh, you should talk, Shisha. You have an income. I don't. However, the only choice, if you make decisions based on stress, fear, lack, and scarcity, and all that, it's not going to be great. So 
You want to trust. Is the truth that you have everything you need right now? All technically your needs are met right now, right? Yes, they are. Yes. So stay in that space of knowing, thank you, God, that I have everything I need right now. And be grateful for the new job that's coming and see it coming without any, um, like, lack of faith. Just see it 100% coming. So it says it's time to release the old urgency and to look at things with a much clearer perspective. This is telling you to relax and let go of the single-minded desperation that's been driving you. Don't try to force your will on only one option. When you think there's only one solution to satisfy your need or make you happy, you're blocking many other potential solutions from coming your way. Let go of the anxiety. Be flexible, patient, open, and creative. Choose to be peaceful in the presence. The universe has more options than you may be aware of, so quiet your mind, broaden your perspective, and let them come through. So the affirmation is, I pursue my goals with an open receptivity. I'm patient and flexible, willing to receive in many surprising and imaginative ways. Are you willing to um, start going, telling everyone you know that you're looking for a job and be open to a job coming to you, a better job than this temp thing could offer you from a different place? Um, yes, I am. Yes. And do you believe in synchronicities, which are coincidences that are in alignment with what it is that you're seeking? Yes. So how do you have synchronicities? You synchronize yourself, your soul. You get in alignment. You synchronize to the breath of the earth, Mother Earth. You synchronize your heartbeat, and that's when you find synchronicities. So you need a little more time in nature, not just inside watching TV or, like, computer you need to be in nature, breathing. I know you're in New York. It's a little cold, but go outside <laughs> and even for one minute and breathe deep and say, Mother, thank you. I'm listening. The source of the earth is abundance. It's all the apple trees are appling. Grass is growing. We're in an abundant universe. That's the nature of the universe. You've been in a, a kind of a scarcity trap that you think you don't have enough. So you need to remember who you really are. And then you need to look at where you live. There's a million people, I mean, way more than a million. I mean, there's millions of people you could be going out and hanging out with and meeting. And all of those people, a lot of them have jobs. And a lot of those are companies that someone is leaving, not today, but they're leaving tomorrow morning, and you would be the perfect person for that job. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So be open to miracles. We ask the angels to intervene, and they're going to. So that's, that's all I have to say for you tonight. Hope that helps, love. It does. Thank you a lot. appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Have a good night. You too. Thanks. So we have Tasha from New Jersey. Are you there, Tasha? Hello, Tasha? Okay. We'll go to the next one. Aliyah? Aliyah from NYC. Hello. Hi, Leah. How can I help you, love? Do you have a question? Hello, I want to ask a question about finances. Okay. What's your question? Um, I've been like applying for jobs and I wanted to know if I'll be getting hired soon. So you said you've been applying to jobs and I couldn't quite hear the rest? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know if um I'll be getting hired soon. Okay. Are you not working right now at all? Yeah, no, I'm not. 
Okay. Well, the card I got is life purpose. The purpose of your life is to serve in a way that brings great joy to yourself and others. Don't worry about finding your purpose. Instead, focus on serving a purpose, and that purpose will serve you. So this isn't, you're coming from this, of, from the perspective of you need a job to pay your bills, and I understand that because I know that's true. However, mm-hmm. how you get a job is that you see what problems there are in the world and how can you help. So there are a lot of people who need a lot of things, whether it's companies or individuals, um, and, the, and there are things and skills that you have and gifts that you and only you have that you could really be a good fit to help. But if you're coming from the old-fashioned view of, like, applying for jobs and all that, you're not in the same arena as, you know, when you get nervous, focus on service. It's like, how can I serve? How can I share my gift and make the world a better place? And be rewarded handsomely with great pay for because you're giving energy out. You deserve money, which is energy as well, in the form of cash dollars, <laughs> coming toward you. So there's mm-hmm. a story uh, called um, Man's Search for Meaning about a guy, his name is Viktor Frankl, who was in a concentration camp at the Holocaust, and he had, obviously that's the worst possible situation one could be in, right? Either a concentration camp or slavery or something like that where you have no say. What does he do? He focuses on how can I be of service in this extreme situation. He ends up... Um, offering to shine all of the soldiers' shoes. So even though he was in the concentration camp with everyone, he had a job to do because he found a need. And because of that, he lived through it, and most of the people in his camp were killed, but he wasn't because he made himself useful. The reason I'm telling you that story, and I know it's an extreme example, is that there are things that you can do that you love and enjoy doing that people need. And I'm trying to get you to think outside the box here. Are you following, Are you catching where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. So what is the job that you're feeling you want? Well, um, the job that I have experience with. <laughs> What's that? A job that I have experience with. The job that has, I'm just having trouble hearing you. Is it possible to speak directly into the microphone? I was saying a job that I had experience with. Okay, what do you have experience doing? A lot. Uh, um, also, cashier. Um, okay. Cleaning. So, how how are you? Are you asking people that you know? Do you know anyone who's looking for someone to do A, B, or C? All the things that you have experience in. No, not really. I should ask Yeah, because people don't know that you're looking until you tell them. And everybody knows a lot of people. So you can say, here's the deal. I'm available. I'm looking for a good fit. I want to be working in a great place with people I love. I'm good at this, this, and this. Please let me know if you hear of anything. I promise you, if you're sharing that with everyone and you are doing it from a state of positivity, not fear, you are going to magnetize a job. I promise you. So I want you to do that and call us back and let us know when you get your job. <laughs> All right. I'm here every Monday, same time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Okay. Okay, I'm rooting for you, Aaliyah. I'm sending you lots of angels to help inspire you, remind you of who you are, 
and to have some synchronicities lead you to to your new employment. Thank you. Okay, love. Big hugs. Have a lovely evening. You're awesome. You're going to get a job. Feel excited. It's coming. Okay, we have Lisa from NYC. Lisa, are you there? Hello, Lisa? Okay, we'll try Kale. Kale from Virginia. Khalil. Are you there? Oh, yeah. Khalil. Sorry, I said it wrong. It's all right. <laughs> hey, Khalil. I'm hey. Cece here. How can I help you? Do you have a question uh, or an area of focus? Um, uh, two areas of two uh, questions. Okay. I was I'm wondering about um, the um, my imagination and the demographics of like young people, minorities, and police officers. Because I was wondering how the the future is going to be, like when it comes to like, you know, police and youth and minorities. You're wondering how the what is going to be? The future is going to be. Oh, that's interesting. So, what's your imagination telling you? Well, see, I had an imagination. Well, I had two imaginations. I had an imagination where there was a black person. I'm not being funny here. Okay. Um, he he had his face on the copy machine, and then he had like, you know, he was making funny faces. And then I had a a police officer in green paint. And then when I came to Charlottesville, I seen imagine the policeman and uh, a black policeman standing with the sign. And I was a little kid, and uh, both of those things kind of bothered me. And I've seen – I was told back back in the 1960s that um, police officers were, like, more patrolling, like, where, like, not only where African Americans were, but where, like, youth were. Like, they were patrol carnivals, like, malls and stores and stuff like that, more where the youth would be. And that's why youth, youth have, like, a lot of problems with law, law enforcement because of where they patrol and because of – them hating authority and because of police officers being biased. Mm. Well, here's the thing. The future, the fact that you have that vision, it means that on some level you're meant to be involved in this, and it's probably regarding raising awareness. But um, you don't want to be a policeman yourself, obviously. You just are aware aware of this disparity. And, okay, so here's the deal. Um, Khalil, is that right? Uh-huh. Khalil? Yeah. Um, we have many different potential timelines for our future as an Earth. So there have been some very dark things with law enforcement and with disenfranchised groups of people and planting drugs in neighborhoods so that they, these neighborhoods self-destruct. And there, there's a very dark agenda, and this is what you, your imagination, quote-unquote, was peeking into, it's true. I hate to say it. People could say, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist, da, da 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 No, I don't have proof written down, but I do know and feel it, and I'm sure you have felt that as well. And then there are – so there, there are a lot of police that are racist. There are a lot of police that are following protocol, but a lot of them are not. And there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of injustice in our current world. So the cards I pulled on this are Hostilities, which is basically a guy that looks like Conan the Barbarian with a sword, Contract, which is having to do with the legal system, and Fifth Chakra. So this is about you, part of your 
Archangel Gabriel is the one who deals with the throat chakra and communication. So do you feel inspired to communicate some higher visions regarding um, this? Do you yeah. Have you thought about right how we're speaking? Yeah. And can I say something? Yeah. I know, like, they were telling me, like, I would notice that back in the 1960s, and that's, that's what people were saying, that police officers patrol, like, more where, like, youth were, like, like youth, like, teenagers were than they would, like, bars and stuff like that back in the old days. Yeah. Did you know I'm that? Quite sure, I'm quite sure that's true. I Yeah, because they're looking for the rabble-rousers. Even in the 1950s, they were doing that, whether it, whether it's the, you know... I'm thinking of West Side Story. You know, they had the Jets, the ones that were like the rabble rousers. Yeah, police are on their case for sure because they do. Like if, um, go ahead. So it's like not just minorities, but it's also like young yeah. teenagers and stuff like that. Yeah. Back in the 50s. Yeah, it is. Right. But there are a lot that are dealing with specifically with minorities in this present day that I'm sure you're aware of. Yeah. So do you and feel I'll, that there's some thing you want to raise awareness about, which is um, getting smarter, you know, for yeah. the people to have awareness about this and not be yeah. easy targets and not, you know, yeah. I think things are changing and I do see the future of the new earth, which is that is not going to be happening anymore, which is these yeah. jails that are built and we're trying to fill them with minorities and someone's making a shit I mean, a lot of cash off of that. I don't think I'm allowed to say that on the radio. But, yeah, there is a very dark agenda, honey, and I know you're tapping into that. However, the way out of that is we don't focus on that as much as the world. what is the world you want to live in? How can you create inspiration for education opportunities for these kids who have no life purpose and nothing to do, so they just want to get in trouble? So they uh, are just, rising above that. Like just saying, like, Police officers should should not target people who are different age or race group than them. Yeah, but this is you fighting the the system that is. What is the antidote for the kids who are being singled out? It's teaching them uh, there's another way, showing them right. there's another way through education right, and bettering themselves. Because I was because, watching yeah. cops. It, sorry, sorry, yeah, I interrupted you. I was That's watching okay. cops and this this uh, officer who uh, was dealing with this white teenager, and not because he was white, but because he was a teenager. He they they didn't they were like really playful with him. They didn't use force or say you know they I didn't know. really. I, honey, I know you. What you're yes. There are some things we could not even look at. They're so horrifically unjust and wrong, and that's why I got this contract with the girl with the scales, and she has a blindfold on. In our justice system, there are some incredibly unfair things going on. How do we change it? The ones who are awake focus on the good and focus on creating a world that works for everyone. And these kids need mentors. The kids who are being picked on and singled out need mentors to help them out of the situation they're in. So maybe you could be a mentor for them. So I thank you yeah, for your call tonight. I have to I have to get I, running, but I do appreciate and hear where you're coming from, and thank you for sharing that. I think you have an excellent creativity, and you need to ask your guides and angels how exactly can you be of service for this this particular area that you, that's being highlighted. Okay, so thank you to all our listeners for tuning in. 
We are going to take one more call, but before we do that, I just wanted to give you a little details about how to get in touch with me. So my name is Shishi O'Donnell. It's capital S-A-G hyphen S-A-G. And I love empowering people through my Divine Life Coaching Program. So if you're going through a transition in life, whether with work or relationships or any other area, um, you can contact me for a complimentary 30-minute coaching discovery call where I can offer some solutions and give you some real-life coaching and support that can help you to live a life that you love that's in alignment with your soul. You can reach me at 323-251-1955. You can text me or call me and I will set up a 30-minute uh, complimentary coaching call. And I love people uh, connect, helping people connect with their angels and guides and get peace of mind through angel readings. And for info on my readings, events, and coaching packages, please visit my website, divineguidancereadings.com, and you can follow or friend me on social media. I'm Shishi O'Donnell on Facebook or Angel Shishi on Instagram. If you appreciate my work here and you'd like to support through a love donation, I would greatly appreciate that. You can do that at internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash shishi, S-H-E hyphen S-H-E. So for our last call, we have a few minutes. I'd like to welcome Kelly from Louisiana. Kelly, are you there? Oh, hello. Hi, Kelly. Hi, love. Hi, Do you have a quick question I can answer for you? Okay, real quick. The question is, how is this going to pan out? The explanation how? is, this is going to, it's at work. I'm having, I've literally raised the vibration of the, my workforce um, to and for several years. And I, it took a very hard but long time. And I finally got it to the point that we were all one. And now it's the energy speeding right back to that negative, petty, backbiting foolishness that I tried mm-hmm. to. And I'm wanting to know how that's going to pan out because I worked, I say worked hard, but I mean, I've made, I try to maintain. That was the hard part is maintaining. It. Yeah. My, and so the card I got, love, quickly is appreciation that you can't change everybody and how they're doing. You can only change yourself. So you need to not focus on the brambles and all the mess, but focus on that single rose and what's good in everything and everyone. And then the card I got is envy reversed. There's a lot of jealousy at work. And the angels want to help people to feel confident about themselves and their own gifts so they're not envious, if that makes sense. So you just help them to feel good about themselves. And if you want to call back next week, I'm sorry we ran out of time. I hope that helps a little bit, love. Have a great week, everyone, and we'll see you next Monday.